This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright future for all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. President Joe Biden signed an extension of the Paycheck Protection Program into law today. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says since the beginning of the pandemic, 400,000 small businesses have closed and millions more are struggling to stay open. In just two months, we've approved over $200 billion worth of forgivable loans to more than 3 million small businesses. And in this round, we've distributed a greater share of relief to very small businesses. So today, the president will sign the Extension Act into law. We want small businesses to know that help is here. In December, Congress provided an additional $284 billion for PPP. Applicants have until May 31st to sign up. The agricultural economy looks a lot different than this time a year ago. University of Missouri Senior Research Associate Ben Brown says the sector's recovery has taken on more of a K-shape rather than a V or U that was predicted last year. Yeah, the ag economy is in a much better place today than we were 12 months ago. And with lots of uncertainty around you know, just farm finances, what was going to happen to land prices. Today we sit here and, and you know prices of have recovered and, and much more. You know, they're, they're a heck of a lot better than we, they were a year ago. Brown says even the expectations for future commodity deliveries are strong, especially with soybeans. And I mentioned this when we were talking about our acreage numbers. Even at 90 million acres, uh, you know, I'm not really sure that gets us to a, a better picture in soybeans. It just kind of maintains what we have. And years past, 90 million acres of soybeans would have been very bearish for the soybean market. But that's just kind of the environment we're in right now is we need a large soybean crop to even sustain where we're at and not deteriorate our, our stocks positions more. The Department of Agriculture is scheduled to release its prospective plantings report tomorrow. The report predicts how many corn and soybean acres will be planted this growing season. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar producers are committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. This is made possible by America's no-cost sugar policy. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. U.S. dairy industry is making inroads in China after the recent trade war soured exports the last few years. U.S. Dairy Export Council President and CEO Krista Harden says the spat took a toll on American dairy, but exports are bouncing back. China is a very, very key market for U.S. dairy. Number three, a market that has been growing, a market that is important to us, someone that we would like to see improve over time. But the tariffs took a toll. There is absolutely no doubt. So as you look at these numbers and the recovery, you can see that we are making progress. Things are coming back. But it was a very, very tough, difficult process for U.S. dairies through the tariffs. Harden says the industry is forming partnerships to discover what dairy products Chinese consumers want. Now, one thing that we have done is really to try to join forces and build partnerships in country to have programs that will help us spur product development, looking at what the Chinese consumer wants and their demand for health and well-being products. That's a growing area, and we know that we can help meet that. I mean, working with the Chinese Institute of Food Science and Technology, working on different prototypes and different products that might meet that growing demand. So we're very excited about working together to build those partnerships to find answers for your consumers. The U.S. Heartland China Association recently hosted a roundtable discussion on the trading relationship between the U.S. and China. 
A new fire mapping tool from the Department of Agriculture should help manage future wildfire risks in nine states. The Southeast Fire Map enables resource managers to improve their regional and local approaches to managing wildfire risk and fire management needs through targeted prescribed burns and training. The map and associated tools aim to improve fire management in urban and rural communities through remote sensing and will track both prescribed fire and wildfires throughout Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. The work was funded by a Natural Resources Conservation Service Working Lands for Wildlife Partnership Agreement with the U.S. Endowment for Forestry and Communities. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit our website at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nulligan.